Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen to some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident Massoli Music, joined by my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. How you doing tonight, Bryce? Uh, Bryce? I fucking, I was, I was seeing if, if anyone was going to break the silence, I was tested. I was, I was testing it. I've never opened with nothing before. As it is, uh, you I, know, I guess not. I mean, I get never been done before. That's <laughs> where we're at. Uh, just end the show now, please. Bro. Put this show out of its misery. You need to hold the hour of this shit for real. <laughs> but we are still here, so we're going to have to talk about sports. I mean, technically we do, but technically we also don't. I mean, I guess we don't have to. Like, no one's holding a gun at our heads and be like, "You better talk about fucking sports." Yeah, I'm the one that holds guns to people's heads here. That's an, that's an inside joke for anyone that doesn't understand the context. So everybody. Well, um, Raza might understand it. Raza might remember that. Not Ian didn't actually hold a gun to anyone. Yeah, for for legal. Uh, for legal reasons, I have never held a gun to somebody's head. Not excluding any other parts of the body, though, but never at anyone's head. Um, you know, I I don't think I have ever pointed a gun at another human being. You don't think? I I can't recall the moment where I have, but I mean, it's not a definite for sure. I've never done that before. For sure, there might have been an instance in the past that I just don't remember. I don't think there was. <laughs> The boys get arrested within the first two minutes of the podcast episode. <laughs> that would uh, that would make for a hell of an episode. Getting arrested live. Yes, actually. Be a good bit. It's like that. It's like when that guy got arrested uh, in the middle of a haircut. So like, he you know half his head shaved, the other half has like a. Oh, that out, happened to. That happened to the Chiefs. Well, the guy didn't get arrested, but he got tested positive for COVID while in the middle of a cut. They fucking pulled him out of there. Right, right. Same thing, essentially. But instead of that, you just, you know, the episode just cuts off after you hear a knocking, knocking on the door. And you hear FBI open up, and then the episode just cuts away. FBI? Oh, my God. It's a little beyond a crime. You're committing fucking... Felonies on your the FBI's on your ass. Let the record show I have never committed a felony in my life. Any uh, crimes? No comment. <laughs> Let me write that down. Needs lawyer present. All right, let's uh, let's get into the episode. <laughs> yes. So um. Well, we honestly don't have that much to talk about this week, but something that did kind of come out of left field uh, earlier in the week, Tiger Woods got into a 
pretty nasty car accident. That uh, that was unfortunate. It was. Thankfully, he's okay. He's gonna live. Yeah. Two broken um, legs, though. I mean, that's it's a bad accident. Yeah. I don't know if they ever said what what uh what happened. They only I only remember I only remember they said it was single car. Right, but that's about as specific as it gets, I believe. Yeah, there's no details, but thankfully he's okay. Hopefully he makes a full recovery. Hopefully. I mean Tiger Woods was, you know, one of the I, I, I'm honestly really glad I got to grow up watching Tiger Woods, man. I mean, that's like the peak of golf right there. So, I mean, like, I'm not even a golf fan, but, you know, you got to root for Tiger. Bro, nobody's a golf fan. Everyone just likes Tiger. Well, there are definitely some golf fans out there. Maybe not that many, name but... One. Name one. No, 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 name one, then. Name, name one. a golf fan. Name a golf fan out there. My dad. We have no physical evidence your dad exists, so that's the thing. Like, <laughs> really, there's no physical evidence that my like dad I exists. personally, I personally do not have any evidence that you were naturally born. You could be fucking, you could be a robot. I mean, I guess there's no way for me to prove that I'm not a robot. So I win. I guess for all I know, I could be a robot. We all could be robots. We all actually could be cake. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I can't disagree with that statement 100% because there's a not 0% chance that you could be right. <laughs> we're all just actually cake, bro. I, I guess we're all cake. For real, though. Hope Tiger makes a full recovery. Absolutely. So, we talked about Deshaun Watson probably last, like, two weeks ago or something like that. Probably many times. We've talked about it many times, but I think the last time we talked about was two weeks ago. Well, the Houston Texans are an absolute dumpster fire. Watson wants out. No one blames him. They're not even tagging Fuller, so Fuller probably can leave as well. Yeah, that, that team's falling apart. But for some reason, even though Deshaun Watson wants out and he's willing to hold out, the Texans refuse to trade him for God knows what reason. Well, they're not refusing. I mean, he will probably get his trade. Oh, Nick Casario said that he is not planning on trading Watson. Even though Watson hates ownership, doesn't like the coach. Well, I mean, eventually, if he doesn't play, they're going to get what they can for him. Which is why they should cut him, because they should know that there's no way it's going to happen. They should trade Yeah, I mean, they should definitely trade him. I mean, it's a big mistake not to. But anyways, Watson's narrowed his list down to three teams, which are the New York Jets, Miami Dolphins, and Carolina Panthers. Now, 
that is uh that is a list. It is in fact a list. It's that is certainly some list. Um some very different teams here. I don't know why there's this hype to go to the Jets, frankly. Because the only way that the Texans are going to get rid of Watson is if they give up number two. So it's not even like they could trade for Watson and then draft, you know. Well, I mean, this isn't the Texans' ideal list. This is, you know, Watson's list. Yeah, but Watson has a no-trade clause, so in the end it is his decision where he goes in the end. So like, these are the three teams that he would waive his no yeah, trade clause. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't, you know, he's not thinking of the Texans situation. He's thinking of his. The thing about, I think, New York, I that's the thing with the Jets. If the Jets were this bad and they played anywhere else that wasn't like Los Angeles, uh, they would not get attention. But because they play in, you know, the New York, New Jersey area, you know, it's it pays. It pays. Yeah, but so, they're literally the third work. They're literally the worst team in the league associated with the state of New York. It's not like the fucking Giants are much better. They are better though. Yeah, but like after what Gettleman did to Odell, and you know, and and Gettleman's still there, you know, I don't think people really want to deal with that. Yeah, no, I don't blame him for not wanting to go to the Giants. I'm I'm just not really sure why you'd want to go to the Jets. Because shit, man, nothing matches New York publicity. I guess. Bro, they still think people think what's his fucking name? Joe Nathan? Is that his Joe name? Joe Namath. Joe Namath. People still think Joe Namath is a like good. A good quarterback. He was not. He won a Super Bowl. He he was just not that good. Of, he won a Super Bowl, yeah, but he wasn't that good of a fucking quarterback. People still think he's a fucking god. Do you know why? Because he played in New York. I I guess. Frankly, I don't understand the Joe Namath hype either. I mean, yeah, he won your franchise's only Super Bowl. And that game like was probably years ago. rigged. That game might have been rigged too, but might have been rigged. I don't know. I just don't understand it. You just got it's New York, man. I I guess that's New York. Dude, listen, I don't yeah, I know you don't get the, the New York like hype. Or maybe not the hype, but you wouldn't like get it. The New York is just like you just want to be there. Even if you're not like you know, even if you're not like an amazing player or anything, which Watson is, he is a top three quarterback in the NFL. Just being in New York, man, it's just, it's just good. It's just good for your career. It's it, it can also be very bad. It's very risky. But I mean, if you're as talented as Watson, going to New York, great idea. He does also have. Um, an option on here, which is my favorite for him, if he wants to be like really, you know, serious about his career, which is Carolina. I think him going to Carolina would make Carolina one of the best teams in the NFC. It definitely makes the NFC South a lot more interesting this coming season. 
I mean, they're already pretty interesting. You know, the Saints are going to be solid in the regular season. Obviously, the Bucks are going to look to, you know, continue what they were, were doing. Um, and, I mean, the Panthers were really the the bad team in that division. I guess they're really not anymore. It's the Falcons now. And there's no quick fix for the Falcons. But, man, we we would probably see three playoff teams pretty easily out of the NFC South if Watson goes to Carolina. I'm pretty sure we predicted that at the start of the se- at the start of this season there was going to be three coming out. Oh no, we said three out of the NFC West. But uh, yeah, I don't. Well, that also that. didn't happen. But <laughs> it should. To be fair, the Niners probably would have been pretty good if they Half were the team didn't riddled. Die. Yeah, they were riddled with injuries. So the Niners probably would have been a playoff team. But is what it is. Speaking, oh wait, and uh, I guess before, well, the Dolphins, the best option here for Watson. No chance. Carolina's the best. You got, you're underrating Carolina. Carolina's I, offense I'm, is Watson away from being what the Bucks are. I mean, Miami's the most complete team. Yes, they are, but I think Carolina would better suit Watson. I mean, maybe. Um, obviously in the past I've said that Miami should hold on to Tua because they did just take it, use him, use a top five pick on him. And hey, I don't know have, if they just want to throw that away, but teams have taken that risk before, man. We've seen it with Rosen. Rosen's been on the fucking carousel and he was the 10th overall pick. Yeah, but Tua's, Tua was better than Rosen coming out of college. That is true, but I was saying it's a risk we've seen taken. And I think the Rosen situation is different because... Uh, Cliff Kingsbury wanted a quarterback that would fit his offense more, and Kyler Murray was right there. So you might as well trade away Rosen at that point because well, it was Kyler the, Murray is a better fit. Well, I, I just that just kind of makes it look like you know a risk you should take more because it actually worked out. Kyler's you know much better. So I don't know. I mean, Watson's far and away better than Tua. I mean, shit. Yes, clearly. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not even arguing that. That's. Pretty pretty clear. My only my only question is, I don't. I I still think the Dolphins are the best fit for him. They've got offensive weapons. The defense is solid. And even though I don't think they should go after him, because I think if they just hold on to Tua, I think that it'd be. You got draft picks. You got obviously you have a first and a second this year from Houston that you'd almost certainly have to give back if you wanted Watson. If you get to a like you know an extra weapon or you bolster up the defense or the offensive line, I think that might be a more efficient use of your draft picks. If that makes any sense. Than trading him for Deshaun Watson at a position where you're already fine at. You're not great, but you're you're fine right now. Um, I don't I don't know I don't know. I mean I'm 
I'm by any means going after Watson, even if I had to. It's just a matter of, you know, how much I would have to give up. Obviously, two would be in that deal. But uh, anything else, I'd, I'd be willing, man. Watson's worth it. That's a, that's a move a championship team makes. Speaking of quarterbacks that are unhappy with their current spot right now, apparently Russell Wilson is also not happy. He, well, he doesn't want to leave, though. He, he doesn't want to leave, but there's some, there's some issues going on in Seattle that he's not a fan of. I don't blame him. I mean, ever since that Super Bowl run where they, you know, won, uh, it's been pretty rough for Seattle. Um, really, for Russ, I mean... They went through this kind of semi-rebuilding period. I mean, they were still making the playoffs, but they weren't nearly what they were. Um, and I think um, Russ is tired of carrying this team on his back. I mean, he does make a point that he has had this team on his back since the Legion of Boom, you know, expired. And the team hasn't exactly done him that many favors. They haven't drafted any semblance of an offensive line. I'm pretty sure in the first round they've drafted more running backs than linemen. Um, The defense has been atrocious for the last three, four years. And the only aspect of the team where he's getting any sort of help is his offensive weapons in terms of receivers. So, you know, you've got Tyler Lockett, you've got DK Metcalf, but you need more than that for a championship-caliber team, which the Seattle Seahawks team very well could. I mean, it really comes down to if they're going to get... Russell defense or not. Because, I mean, offensively, honestly, they're okay. I mean, they could use a running back, but it's really no big deal. I mean, you need you need more offensive line help. I think that's where Seattle should address in the draft this year. Um, I believe they're around pick 20 or so, so there should be some good options there still. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of free agents available. If you yeah, want to keep Russell Wilson to... happy, who is your franchise cornerstone right now, you got to make some of these moves. You got to get all line. I mean, he struggled with that for a really long time. They have not done shit to that all night. Since they traded for Jimmy Graham, it's been a disaster. Jimmy Graham not even there no more. Jimmy Graham, he's, he retired, didn't he? He was on the Packers for a bit. I don't know if he's still there. Yeah, no, he's on the Bears. It? I think he's on the Bears now. Oh, my God, he is on the Bears because he, he had the touchdown, didn't he? I mean, I'm sure he's caught a few touchdowns, but yeah. Well, the touchdown in the playoffs this year. That's right. Yeah, Jimmy Graham was on top of the fucking world
you could argue Jimmy Graham was second to Gronk back in the day, man. I mean, back in the day, he was the I would I would not argue that after Tony Gonzalez retired, he and Gronk were the two most dominant tight ends in the league. Yeah, I think he was. He's fucking good, man. I mean, he was. He was just absurdly dominant. Um, at least with New Orleans, he was. Uh, but after the after the uh, uh, New Orleans days, he just kind of yeah, he hasn't been good off. since New Orleans. I mean, he had a couple of decent years in Seattle, I guess. But, uh, I don't know, he just couldn't make it work. Which is unfortunate, because, like we said, incredibly dominant tight end. Yeah, and then they they got a really good deal for him, too. Ever since then, Seattle's been a disaster on the old line. I get it, man. Russ is frustrated. It's probably been one of the most, you know, hardest hit QBs in the last few years. All right. So I think that's just about everything to talk about with football. So I guess we can move on to basketball now. Um, no huge news in particular right now. We just kind of wanted to visit how the league's doing right now as we approach the All-Star break, which I believe is next week. Next week. Um, so Bryce, what are your big thoughts about the league right now? Well, overall, I mean, there's nothing insanely out of the ordinary, I would say. I think things are going, um... I guess there are some out of the ordinary things going on, but uh, nothing I would say that's crazy, crazy. I mean, if we want to start with the West, um, the Jazz look phenomenal, but I mean, I don't think anyone thought they'd be this good, but they should, you know, it shouldn't be a surprise that, you know, they're a good fucking team. Uh, the Clippers and Lakers look good, although the Lakers without AD have really struggled to put anything together. Yeah, that AD injury has been very... They made him look a little suspect. I don't think it's anything to really worry about because he's missing the All-Star break, obviously, but he will be back. So I don't think there's anything big to concern about there for the Lakers. Yeah, they got to just hang on without him, which, I mean... So far, has not been very uh, successful. They've lost uh, four in a row. And by the time you hear this, could potentially be five. Uh, it's not the prettiest sight in the world. Definitely when, not ideal. But when they had AD, my God, they were fucking amazing. So I'm not too worried about them. I think they'll be okay. Um for the rest of the West, nothing's really surprising right now. The only really big surprise in the West is just how bad the Mavericks are. Um, but lately, they have been getting better. But they were really rough to start the year, and right now they're at 
you know, below 500, the 15, 16. Definitely not what I was expecting from Dallas this year, but. Is what it is, I guess. I mean, even, even, you know, they're looking to even trade Porzingis, which I think is hilarious. I see the irony in it. Um, Somehow the Knicks won the trade. You know, it's funny because when this was happening to us, when we were playing like shit and Kristaps was, you know, being a big baby, uh, we got yelled at. Uh, the Knicks were ridiculed for uh, even thinking about trading Porzingis. It was so hyenas. You know, I was like, what? How could you trade Porzingis? Now, all of a sudden, you know, everyone's pointing the finger at KP and not the Mavericks for, you know, the same thing. But it's, you know, it's all right. I see it. I recognize it. Is what it is. Um, but, uh, Phil Jackson's a genius. Just saying. Phil Jackson. Known NBA genius, Phil Jackson. Genius, he told us. He told us about KP. Warned us. He was right. That's crazy. For the East, um... Again, not many surprises, I would say. The only big surprise to me uh, is a really negative one, which is the Celtics. I mean, they've been really embarrassing this year. Dude, fuck the Celtics. I, they've been, they've been bad. I did not expect them to be bad. I really I didn't expect them to be this bad. It's, it's one thing when the team is bad, but this team is just unlikable right now. Like, they are just atrocious. They're just going onto the court, and they're not showing any energy out there whatsoever. It's one thing if they're trying and losing. But like well, I mean, this is a team with two all stars and a guy who, in theory, should be an all star level talent. But instead, and I understand Tatum had COVID; he's still feeling the effects of it. I understand that he's looking sluggish on the court. I understand that's something with that. So I'm not going to hold that against him. Jalen Brown been playing great, awesome. Marcus Smart, we miss you. Come back soon, please. Because this team needs some energy. And Smart brings that energy. They need, I mean, they need more than energy. I mean, they need help. Um, and they just they just don't look good. And I wasn't expecting that from this team. I thought the Celtics were going to take a big leap this year. Um, in terms of, you know talent and everybody getting better but this run they look worse i mean they really look worse than they did i mean i'm gonna be honest i would not be surprised if this team wound up missing the playoffs if this is the kind of basketball we're gonna be getting in the second half i doubt it i mean the east is not good so they are gonna get in the playoffs the east is the east is bad and they are only half a game out but if you've watched their last 10 games this team looks fucking terrible. Yeah, they're three and seven in their last ten. Uh, they look absolutely lethargic out there. Uh, yeah, I could say all the stereotypical basketball terms about how this team needs hustle and needs to show more heart. No, they just need to fucking execute. What would you do? Like, if you're Danny Ainge, what happens? What do you do with this team? To get um, if I'm Danny Ainge, probably taking a nap, but 
if I were the GM of the Celtics, I would probably want to... I don't even know. I'm honestly probably get an actual big, see who's out there. But there's no great bigs that are like. I mean, we'd have to, you know, give away. I don't. I don't even know who we could get to really fix this problem. Uh, the biggest, like, the biggest name on the market. I mean, you can always pry for other bigs, but the one on the market is Drummond. I'm just not sh- certain that Drummond's even gonna fix this, though. I don't think he is either. Uh, I don't think Drummond's Drum Drummond's just like slightly taller Tristan Thompson, <laughs> so that's really not going to fix any issues. Yeah, honestly, if the Celtics don't miss the playoffs this postseason, I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to be um, disappointed for sure. But like, if you if this team misses the playoffs in this weak ass Eastern Conference, I'm I'm going to laugh if anything. It's a, it's a red flag. It's a huge red flag. I mean, it's it's a sign that Danny Ainge needs to fucking get off his ass. He needs to do something. I mean, that's that's been apparent. It's been apparent. It was apparent when we had three first-round draft picks in a draft where there was nothing. This draft, this draft was a total crapshoot. And you decide to sit on your three first-round draft picks until draft night instead of packaging I mean, them together and getting a superstar talent. Now, granted, I am glad that we used pick 26 on Peyton Pritchard. He is one of like the few bright spots of this roster. But Aaron Neesmith looks fucking terrible. Pick 30, I forgot what we traded pick 30 for, but we haven't gotten anything out of that. I'm just wondering, was it worth using pick 14 on Neesmith when you could have traded 14 and 30? You could have either traded up, because I think that would have been enough to trade up to like 10, 11, 12, maybe even earlier, I don't know. You could have packaged it together with, you know... Maybe Romeo Langford and some other guys. I don't know why. I don't know what the obsession with Romeo Langford is. He hasn't been on the court much. Is Romeo Langford even like on the main roster? Technically, he technically is. I'll tell you who's been really fucking shit though. Um, Kemba Walker. Well, Kemba, yeah, but like, I was gonna say like most of the fucking bench unit, like Teague. Dude, Teague um, has been fucking... He's been a fucking disaster. Like, the, Semi's been terrible. The only guys on the bench I'm remotely impressed with this season are Pritchard and Robert Williams. And even Williams Robert hasn't... Williams. I mean, Williams, Williams has been, has been okay. fine. Fucking Grant Williams has been terrible. Um, Green's been terrible. Carson's been terrible. I mean, just this bench is pathetic. <laughs> I mean, when you're starting five is Tatum, Brown, Walker, I guess Thompson and Tice. I'm just saying, Thompson and Tice starting at the same time is so fucking nasty. <laughs> that, is, that is egregious. It's it's a disgrace. That's spacing. That is hell. That is spacing hell right there. 
Because Tyson Thompson can't shoot outside the paint. Dude, every time Daniel Tice takes a three, I think I lose like a month of my life. I lose a brain cell every time he takes a three for real. I do a, I do a whip it every time he takes a three. Jesus. I I just I'm it's no secret I'm not the biggest basketball fan out there. It's probably my least favorite sport that I follow. But watching this Celtics team play actually makes me actively hate the sport of basketball. They're they're an insult. It's like this team has two of the best young talents in the game who appear to be the only ones that even remotely want to show up. Do you know how many players are averaging over 10 points a game on the Celtics? Well, I have it up right now so I can see that, but... There's four. It's four, but only two of them have been getting, like... They've been able to be around consistently this season, and that's Tatum and Brown. Yeah, the other two are Smart and Walker, who've only played, like... 33 games combined. I, I just... I don't understand this team. You are supposed to be one of the top dogs in the Eastern Conference. And right now, you're at the bottom of the fucking Atlantic Division. I mean, they're, they're below the Bulls, the Hornets, the Knicks. I mean, they're fighting with the Heat. I think it's it's bad, man. I mean, even the goddamn Wizards. I mean, the Wizards are seven and three in their last ten. <laughs> like, even they're playing more inspired basketball. Dude, I mean, we're half a game back of a playoff spot. We're also two games back of being thirteenth place in the conference. I mean, here's the thing. The Detroit Pistons, the 9-3 and three Detroit Pistons have a better record in their last 10 than the Celtics do. <sighs> and I know Dave's enjoying that. Shout I mean, Dave, Dave, but... Dave probably embracing the tank. So he's probably a little nervous. I, I just... Whatever, you know, just whatever. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna show up on the court, then I'll, you know, I'll find something else to do with my time whenever the Celtics are on. I literally about, just do not care anymore. How about them fucking Sixers, man? How about them? Sixers, yeah, Sixers are. Oh, they're doing more than existing this year. Sixers, the Sixers are the top dog I thought the Celtics were going to be, which is crazy. Funny how that works. I spent three years mocking them, and now here we are. Now y'all not in the playoff spot, and they're the best team in the East, record-wise. And again, that's whatever, you know? I mean, the Celtics team, even if they do get it together, I can't see them competing with the Bucks and Nets and Sixers. Like, I mean, we're not, we're not competing with any of the top three teams. And frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if we lost to the Raptors if we played them in the postseason. I mean, shit, even the Raptors, like everyone from the fifth seed down is under 500. <laughs> so 
The East is not looking good. The only 500 teams are the Pacers, who are 500, the Bucks, Nets, and Sixers. So there should be no excuse for not being at least the five or six seed. Which even <laughs> There's like, no that's excuse terrible. for that. There's no excuse for being under 500 if you're the <laughs> Celtics, really. No, there really isn't. Which is why I, I, I'm, I'm not feeling any sympathy for the Celtics right now because you should be playing way better than this. I mean, the Celtics team should be beating up on this weak-ass field. There's only four teams in the East that are 500. One of them is 500. <laughs> And it's Indiana. We own Indiana. Indiana is good. Like Indiana I, is a good team, but yes. But the Celtics have always owned Indiana. Do you know how many teams are above five hundred in the uh, West? A lot. Uh, nine. Nine of fifteen. <laughs> Compared to the four of fifteen in the East. <laughs> and somehow the Celtics aren't one of them. Celtics should have been one of them. I mean, this is not a team that should be middle of the pack. I mean, they're not even middle of the pack. They're below middle of the pack right now. I mean, this is a team that should be up there with the Nets and the Sixers and the Bucks. Like, this is a team that should be competing. And to see them like this, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like laughs and hidden right now. Nah, dude. Why would we do that when we can lose by 20 to the Hawks? They lose to any team with a competent big. Funny how that works. So like Capella and uh, they lost to the Mavericks. They lost to the Pelicans. Dude, that Pelicans lost. Yeah, they did beat the Nuggets by quite a bit. So that's good. Yeah, congratulations. Um... And they beat the Raptors. And they beat the Clippers. I don't know how the hell that happened. I think the team just needs to they just need a proper push, you know. The Pacers are already up 18 to 4 right now actually as uh, they're they're playing. <laughs> the Celtics uh, were the favorite in this game tonight too. Were they actually? Yes. Uh, they, it they was like were, a 55-45 split in favor of Boston. They were uh, they were favored by two and a half and now they're losing by 14 in the first <laughs> 6 minutes. So that's good. Miles Turner uh, has actually no points. Actually, uh, I lied. He is nine. I was nine. about to say, he's yeah. done more than double our points. Um, also funny how uh, they were uh, trying to get him as well for Hayward. But, uh, Fuck you, funny. Danny Ainge. Danny, I just said this. Danny Ainge fucking sucks. He's, he's never been good. He's never going to be that good. He is. He's just a bum. Hopefully people start seeing that shit for real, cause man's man's a waste, man, for real. It's I I just Well, do you think they're gonna get better after the break? Might be good enough to make a playoff spot. But like well, define good in this context, I guess. <laughs> Do you think they'll get back to a top four seed? No. You don't think they're going to finish in the top four? No. Hmm. And if I they think do, they'll be... it'll be the number four seed, and they're going to probably lose to the five seed. 
So you don't have much faith in this year for the Celtics? I have zero faith in the Boston Celtics right now. I mean, I think that's fair. I think that's a fair argument. All hope and optimism has been officially just dead. Dead on arrival. Good day. So now for, I'm going to talk about my team, the New York Knicks. Right now they are the sixth seed at 16-17. I'm not... I'm not going to say I'm excited. I mean, this is a fun Knicks team. This is probably the best Knicks team we've seen in a while, and that's sad considering they're not even fucking 500. But Julius Randle's been good. RJ's look good. Uh, Emmanuel Quickly has been phenomenal. Um, I'm, sad. I'm, I'm I'm content. I don't know how I feel about the end of the season. Like, I don't know if I even want them to be a playoff team or anything, but... I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll go with whatever happens. I mean, if they end up making the playoffs, I'll be okay with that. If they miss it, that's a really... So, I mean, that's more than fine. Um, I really can't... I really can't get disappointed with this Knicks team this year. I mean, right now, you guys look like you're at least on the right track. There's at least reason for optimism with you guys. Like you said, Julius Randle's been playing fantastic. Uh, Manuel quickly been a fantastic pickup for you guys. I'd be I'd be more optimistic if I were a Knicks fan. Where we always seem to be optimistic. Yeah, but now you actually have like reason to be optimistic. Now the team's actually like okay. The team is like you know passable as a basketball team. Yeah, for a long time we weren't even that. You know, we really did used to pray for times like this, you know? Not really. I did not used to pray to be, like, 16 and 17. I think the Knicks are going to be the only team in my lifetime that don't see win a ring. Like, I'll probably die before the Knicks win a ring. Honestly, same with the Celtics. And we're not going to talk about 08. Except for the fact that that's not true because they've won. Mm, they've won one in your lifetime as 08. They, didn't, they weren't good in the 90s. Yeah, but that was, that was 2008. So? Doesn't really count. Does? Because, you know, it, it, NBA Twitter says that history doesn't count. NBA Twitter. The what the fuck we're talking about, but fuck it. I don't know. Yeah, the Knicks are gonna be the only team that doesn't win in my lifetime, bro. Probably. Cause Giants won. The Yankees have won. Even fucking Arsenal. Just pulled it to fucking together. I mean, I was like three or four. I don't remember the last Arsenal League title, but they've won shit in my lifetime. Knicks, nothing. Bro, I don't even think... Like, my dad was like four. Or I don't remember the the last Knicks title. I think it was like 72, so he was like two. 
when the Knicks won a championship. Jeez. That, uh, that's rough. It's, it's tough out here. The Knicks are never going to be successful, bro. They're just, they're just the, they're, they're the demon child. What would it take for the Knicks to win a title? Probably a good roster, you know? I, I, I you know, I was looking for a little <laughs> more specific, but yes, technically a good roster would be. I mean, it's, the championships, like, it's, every team does it the same way. I mean, it's not, well, I guess not the same way, but it's like, it all comes down to the same core things. Like, is the team good? Does the team mesh well? Do they play well together? Shit like that. It's, at the end of the day, the Knicks need to win games if they want to win a championship. I mean, simply, they need to simply win games and be better than anyone else. It's yeah, exactly. Just, just win games. How are the Boston I Celtics simply, not in the playoff spot right now, dude? Just, just win basketball games. Simply, yeah, simply win basketball games. It's the Literally. answer. That is the answer. Simply win. That, that's how you solve any problem in the world. How are you homeless? Just buy a house. Fuck, we just solved every issue in the world. How is there poverty? Just go to McDonald's. What? How just are people, people get a just, job. Just get a job. For real. How do people not have water? Just drink some. <laughs> you wrap this shit up, man. We probably should. I'm going to be honest. I'm going on like four hours of sleep right now. I'm... I'll just kicking my ass, man. Anyways, thank you for listening to episode. Fuck, what episode is this? <laughs> it's like one thirty-two or one. Uh, it's one thirty-two. Thank you for listening to episode one thirty-two. If I'm walking here, I might have lied. No, it's one thirty-three. Yeah, I, I did lie. Thank you for listening to episode 133 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at Ian M. Cusick. That is both C-U-S-I-C-K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's Beeriz at I-T-R-I-T-S-B-R-I-Z-Z. Thank you for listening and have a great day. <laughs>